welcome everybody to the Lunch Table Podcast. If you're new to the channel, be sure to check out our other videos as well. For today's episode, we are looking back at Phase 4 of the Marvel Cinematic Universe and giving you guys our top 5 properties. So, without further ado, uh, Akram, why don't you give us your number 5? Yeah, so my number 5 is Moon Knight. Moon Knight's a show that I wish we reviewed more, uh, like episode by episode as we usually do. Um, the reason why I picked Moon Knight was I think that it was really unique in a sense that it showed like Egyptian culture, um, not just the old stuff, but they went to Egypt as well. And we also got Leila Hassan, um, the character that was, you know, she, the actors in Rami, another show that we reviewed, Rami season three. Um, and I also love Oscar Isaac's portrayal. Like, like that was peak, I think, acting and like at least a series, um, because he had to switch personalities on the fly. And it was awesome the way how he did that. I like the redesign of the costume, too. I always wondered how would they redesign Moon Knight's costume. Um, and Kanchu was was pretty great as well. Like, the whole thing, I felt like, was very mysterious and funny. And then it went bombastic at moments. Uh, so what did you think of Moon Knight? Yeah, Moon Knight was, was fun to watch. Um, yeah, I definitely agree. I wish we would have uh, went episode by episode. But just because of time constraints, uh, we couldn't. But yeah, I agree. It was... It was a very different, different show from the Marvel uh, cinema. It felt kind of like Eternals because it was like a departure. Like we didn't see much of like the rest of the MCU, but it, it was it had its own little world. It's kind of like the Defender series in a way. Um, I did like the Egyptian kind of like iconography and like the whole vibe it gave off. And it delved more into like this like mysticism with like monsters and gods. Um, so it almost feels like you're watching like a Black Panther movie in a way. And Oscar Isaac, yeah, I think his performance was great. The fact that he was able to portray uh, like three different characters on screen was amazing. Yeah, Leila Hassan, I thought she was a great uh, supporting actress as well. Yeah, and Kanye Kanchi was was fun to watch as well. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I think, again, I wish that we reviewed it at a time at the time where we're still trying to figure out our schedule. And at the time, too, I think Doctor Strange came out as well. Um, so, yeah, but what's your number five? Uh, you know? So my number five might piss people off, but it's still made to my list. Um, and it's a movie that we didn't review, actually, uh, Shang-Chi. Um, this is why it's in my number five. Uh, I did enjoy the movie. Uh, when I first saw it, I thought it was great. Looking back at it, I'm not going to lie, it was kind of mid. <laughs> like, it, not in the fact, well, here's what I did like about it. Okay, Simo Lu I loved. I think it was great. Um... His costume was like, and eh, for me, like I, I wish it looked, it looked kind of cheesy because it was like he had this. It looked like he was wearing like a Michael Jackson like leather jacket, and, and he had like like Van shoes or something. So it was like a very like confused outfit. Busted <laughs> I wish they would have right, and he didn't even have like his iconic like headband that he wears in the comics. So I kind of wish you know they'd have like a more uh, throwback kind of outfit. But I think his performance was good. The choreography was great. I think all the like the kung fu. Uh, elements in it were really natural and um yeah the the villain when Wu, i thought he was great i think he's like one of my favorite uh marvel villains because he's a very sympathetic villain and um this whole this whole movie i don't know i feel like i liked i I thought like uh shang chi was actually the villain <laughs> i don't know because like he kept like disrespecting his dad i know his dad was like a bad guy and shit but like you know he was trying to find his wife the whole time and I don't know why, like, Shang-Chi didn't, like, have, like, a sit-down with him. Like, okay, well, let's talk this out. Like, why Why are you hearing these visions? Like, he just thought he was, like, crazy the whole movie. Um, yeah. Um, I thought... Yeah, I'm sorry. I don't want to interrupt. Oh, I was going to say also the the sister. I really, like, I thought she was cool. And I like how she kind of, like, was this very, like, badass. Um, yeah. Like, she had, like, like her own, like, little underground empire. And right. towards the end, she actually, like, inherits the, the family empire, too. So I thought she was cool. I actually wanted more of her in the movie um yeah. aquafina was kind of like yeah like she was okay for the movie i guess she was kind of like that sidekick um but yeah that, what did you think about shang chi no i think that they tried to have good intentions um in a depiction of family ties and and family trouble within and i think that and i think that's pretty uh, that's pretty compelling for a Marvel movie to do because um, we do have like a lot of family ties in the MCU so far. Um, so I think it's always interesting to see like superheroes um, and what trouble they go to or go through with family. I, I think that Mandarin was awesome here. Uh, who was the actor that played Mandarin in this? I forgot his name. I think it's, it's like it's Tony, Tony something, right? Yeah. Tony yeah. Long, I think. He yeah. was awesome in this movie. 
Um, I think again, like Marvel, I'm glad that they at least have strong villains um, that you could kind of sympathize for them. And I, mm-hmm. I agree. I think that they kind of approached the way. I, I, like Shang Chi should have, I think, tried to help Wen Wu a little bit more somehow. Like if if the things were different, perhaps they could go down that route. I think Aquafina to me. I think she was fine. I don't think she's a bad actress. I think that some things were like misplaced of her in this. Um, I like the action a lot. Um, and also Andy Park, uh, he's like the head of like concept art and stuff like that and costuming and and what he described the costume being, it's like both worlds. It's his true self or like his family side. And then the je- the little black jeans with like the shoes is like, you know, mm-hmm. his new life. Um as Sean. And I don't know. I think that Simu Lu, or as Dylan always likes to say, Lama Su, because he always says the name wrong. I think that he's he was awesome as Shang-Chi, to be honest. And then here's the thing, too. Later, we'll, we'll most likely get a costume update. So I wonder now if it's like more yeah, true. advanced. Mm-hmm. And I wonder what role the sister would play. I like the sister a lot, um, which is funny, too, because I keep thinking, will they one day make a show like about Shuri and also a show like with the sister? I think that's pretty cool. They mm-hmm. did that. So I think or like it, the Ten it, Rings. Yeah. Yeah, because it added something. At least it did add like. The things that the Marvel does right is that they have characters where you're not really interested or invested in them in the comics, but in the show or movies, you kind of want to see more of them. So I think that that's a good avenue to take. Uh, so so I give credit to that. And also the director, he's going to direct, I believe, a Wonder Man series. So and they already casted the actor, um, you know, the actor from what's his name? Manta and Aquaman. That's going to be the actor for Wonder Man. I thought it was all right at, at the time. Honestly, I I really enjoyed it. I loved it. Like I I I cheered. <laughs> I'm thinking of Jerome's quote now. Sorry, <laughs> I cheered. I laughed. <laughs> yeah, I got weird looks. <laughs> no, I, I I really did enjoy. It. Like I felt, and I was watching with my dad and stuff. And not only that, that represented maybe in a bad way the Asian community. But for someone who doesn't know much about the Asian community, I thought that I don't know. I really like felt at that moment i enjoyed I think, it i think that added to the hype of it i think because we didn't have many asian um like icons or like asian like superheroes mm. uh that kind of added to the hype for it um which is not a bad thing i, I do agree i think um it did help a lot i think it brought a lot of diversity to the mcu um but as a film i have to be critical as well um and looking back I don't know. A certain it, it it was trying to be like too goofy at times. Like it had like that MCU. Like it's kind of like wearing down on me the whole MCU like like comedy tropes that they're doing now in every movie, um, and the whole like uh like fantasy element wasn't like my favorite. Um, when they were fighting like the monsters and shit, I kind of wanted to be like this big like kind of like I don't know Bruce Lee kind of like boss fight at the end. It was kind of like this very like. Dragon Ball Z esque uh, fight, which wasn't bad. I mean, you wanted I did, like, intimate, like more of like an intimate yeah, type of yeah, something more personal. You very know? raw and gritty kind right, of right. Because like, when yeah. you're when you're doing kung fu films, they're very personal. It's very right. you know coordinated, right? Um, which it still had. The movie still had elements that you obviously like. Like Simu trained his ass off for this movie. Right. Um, and Tony Long was awesome. Like every scene he was in, I, I fucking like watching, loved watching him on screen. But I don't know, the last battle like didn't do it for me. And I kind of wish, I feel like they kind of liked, um, did uh, Wen Wu dirty at the end. Um, but uh, I mean, it was still a great movie. And the, that cast is great. Even um, Michelle Yeoh was in it. So I loved it. Honestly, if I had to rate, I'd probably give it like a seven or eight out of 10. Um, but that's my number five. Um, give us your number four. Oh yeah, so that's this is one of the first shows that we reviewed, along with the my first pick that I'll mention later, uh, What If, which is the first animated uh, yes. show. Mm-hmm. I loved it. I think if you guys want to check out our season one, that's like a very old content when we just started, and I think each episode we really enjoyed. I think that for the most part, I had pacing issues here and there. I feel like it went very fast for some reason especially the first episode of captain carter but then again it, it introduced new ideas it it picked up kind of where loki left off and i think that we got agent carter and dr strange the sequel right so 
there's like characters we could see later on that could play a pivotal role perhaps and i think that it's it's a cool avenue to take like i have a lot of thoughts and ideas of like what if this character is like this what if this character is like that um and introduce marvel zombies that's another show animated show that we're going to get down the line probably in 2023 so it it was it was i think it had relevant themes and also it introduced something and added something to the overarching mcu i think that's why that's like my number four um so what did you think I think a lot of people forgot what if exists, to be honest. Yeah. I think because yeah. it was animated, a lot of people forgot, oh, yeah, this was actually like a show that came out. Um, right. But yeah, I thought it was a cool anthology series. And I, I love animated stuff. I, I kind of wish, though, they'd use different animated yeah. styles. Cause I wasn't like a huge fan of that kind of like um, art style that they did. Um, so I kind of wish they did like something like, you know, like Star Wars Visions or like Love, Death and Robots. There's so many avenues for animation now. You know, it's it, there's no excuse why you shouldn't have like different styles. But I think overall it was nice. Um, it was cool because it was like kind of like a love letter to like some of the MCU movies that, you know, from like phase one and phase two, like looking back, like the Avengers movies. Um, Jeffrey Wright as The Watcher. I think I thought he was really cool, like narrating it um i mean certain episodes were better than others obviously like i think we both agree the black panther star lord episode was the best um captain carter was okay um the one where uh nick fury was like a like a detective i thought that was like very like espionage it's weird because it was like a weird level of like maturity for an animated uh series but it still felt like it was like contained in like this very like adult like scenario or style um i did like the the marvel zombies one too it was pretty cool um i don't know yeah it was, it was a weird it was a weird show to review but i think it was just like something you just have fun with right and then it just explores so many avenues of the, the mcu looking back though do you feel different from the time when we reviewed it to now as we got time to breathe um no i would say the same honestly i think i enjoyed it and if i rewatch it i'll probably enjoy it again um I wonder what they'll probably do for season two. Um, like I said, I'd love if they they try different like animation styles. Like just look at you know Spider Man, um, Spider Verse, right? They're they're exploring like I think like twenty two different animation styles for the next movie or something. I heard. Um, and yeah, now there's more characters because of Phase three and four. So it's like now you you have you can add so many characters, you can add so many plot points. Um, I wish they'd stop using like like Endgame and Thanos in like every episode though. I mean, I know that was like a big pivotal moment in the MCU, but I kind of want, you know, it's kind of like, okay, yeah, we get it. The the battle of Wakanda and Endgame happens. So it's like, okay, let's move on, right? Yeah. Uh, and plus like, you know, we have Loki too, who delves into the multiverse. Um, right. So I'd love to see more of that. And how will Kang affect uh, the multiverse as well for, for season two? That's a yeah. good question. That's a good one. Yeah, yeah, that's that's a really good thing. Yeah, I think Shang-Chi actually will show up in What If Season 2, from what I've heard. And plus he has a sequel, apparently, The Wreckage of Time or something. That's a leak. But anyways, give us your number four. So my number four is a show as well. Um, there was a good amount of shows from Phase 4. Um, at first, I was going to say WandaVision. But mm. looking back, I think I enjoyed Falcon and Winter Soldier more. So that's my number oh, wow. four. Um yeah, I mean, it was it felt like a mini like Captain America movie. And I love that it dealt with like, you know, the the aftermath of like, you know, Steve's death, obviously, like, how do you it's kind of like Black Panther, like, how do you live in a world without Captain America? Um, and it's just like dealing with his 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 allies, like, where do they go from here? And I, I love like Sam and um, Bucky's relationship. I think they were great, like um, Sebastian Stan and uh, uh, Anthony, Anthony Mac. I thought they were great on screen together yeah. it felt like a buddy cop movie but it was like it was like set in this like mcu style and i think the the action was great it didn't um it didn't feel like it was a letdown because it was it was a tv series i think uh falcon's like you know his his wingsuit still like held up to like that kind of like cinematic quality even bucky's arm um even seeing like zemo back on screen i thought that was cool like to bring him back i'm glad they didn't like kill him off um but yeah what did you think of the show yeah and and i think that's our first ever 
review as well. I remember that's true. Yeah, I forgot a long time ago. An oh, anchor episode. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I I never posted that because I'm so embarrassed by what I did. I'm so ashamed. <laughs> I feel like to spit in my own face. That's our our black child or our black sheep. <laughs> yeah, I mean maybe one day we'll like post it as like an anniversary thing or something. But yeah, that was one of our first reviews. Um, I think actually, if anything, um, everybody, we did a let's talk about Marvel's Avengers with Miller, and Miller gave some really great points on on like the themes that happen in Falcon and the Winter Soldier. And if you guys want to check that out, link down below. Um, because he went in depth and he basically said something around the lines of like the way how they did it wasn't the best approach to the themes about black in America and stuff like that. And um it could have been done better it could have been been done better but it did open up that conversation and i think um, yes i think there was a lot of pressure because it was a very new idea um and they're trying to do it carefully yeah Um, but it's like how do you have you know i i think i think the way anthony mackie delivered that speech in the end of the the series was great honestly and what they did for um i forgot the guy the old guy uh when they gave him a statue I don't know. Some people complain about it because it was like, why didn't they like give him more help? Like all you did was like give him a statue. Like why didn't you like, you know, give give his story more light, right? But I don't know. It it was weird. What did you feel about it? No, yeah. I mean, uh, well, then you'll kind of go down like the reparations avenue, where it's where it's like, okay, but then why just the old guy too? So it's like, I think you have to like be in a thin line with that, probably um i like you said they approached it carefully and again we had john walker i really enjoyed his character i enjoyed u.s patriot i thought that again it's it's also one of the first like goriest scenes i think that we've seen which is not really gory but to everybody they're making such a big deal out of it with the shield um the fight like between uh bucky you know and and falcon and, and him was amazing it reminded me kind of, you know, that's the funny thing, too. If like every Captain America thing, always like the fight scenes are amazing. Um, so, yeah, I, I think. I think it was cool, but I also think it was kind of cliche and, and, and like at some points, and I think that the whole suit, I think, was awesome. But at the same time, too, it was given to him by the Wakandans. And so I hope that's like not going to be like a trope in the future where like everything is you know, by Wakanda, whatever. That's kind of, yeah, I mean, damn. Um, but I also think it's a strong point to make that he's Captain America, but he, he doesn't have a super soldier serum in him. And of course he has like the wings and whatever, but I think mm-hmm. it's his drive. And I think that's what you need really to be Captain America and your morality. He has, yeah. He has Steve's heart. It's not the serum. That made the heart Steve. and yeah, the family the thing going on. I really like that as well. I like that. They kind of introduced like money, stuff in mcu so i was mm-hmm. like what um he was struggling there or something so yeah and then again bucky was awesome too it's like bucky making amends i think that was really a poignant thread i think it was beautifully done so i i forgot what we rated it back then if we ever rated it if i were to rate it now honestly i probably would give it like an eight out of ten um how would you rate that i'd probably I'd probably, I don't know what I rated, but I'd probably give it a nine still. I think it was mm. still a beautiful show to watch. And I think the runtime was appropriate. It didn't feel like it was too fast or slow. Um, I forgot how many episodes. I think it was a short series, actually, when we re- <clears throat> when we reviewed it. Um, but every episode I, I enjoyed and I, I thought they they wrote it very well. And it, le- it left so many like questions and cliffhangers after every episode. And yeah, the John Walker scene was very iconic um carly like i didn't care much about one her world, like, as people. a villain one world one people <laughs> um like she was literally just emphasis nest and the mcu right. but um but i think it was tragic like how she went out too and i like i said it, it opened up a great conversation for i was for glad when she world. died <laughs> i was like new gunray like oh <laughs> uh, <victory. laughs> but moving on yeah. um I guess we're on uh, our number three. So what's your your third pick? Yeah, Werewolf by Night. At least we reviewed that. Yes. Um, 
that was amazing that that the way how it was shot the effects that they had i think they have a new like darker mascot in, in the mcu now with man thing i i want to see more of this darker side of the mcu it was leaked long time ago that there would be a midnight suns movie so i'm i'm hoping we get to see those characters um i think the whole thing was great i think it was very fun and it was a love letter to old horror movies like horror mm-hmm. classics so i really enjoyed it a lot uh what what about you no, I, I totally loved it, too. It was great how they filmed it. Yeah, it didn't take itself too seriously. And it's weird because, like, I feel like the strongest MCU properties actually take place, like, outside, like, the main, like, Avengers. Yeah. Because we don't even know when this really takes place. Right. All they did was, like, show us, like, this this event happened. But we don't know if it was, like, before Avengers, after Avengers. But it was a cool little, like, cryptic tale. And I loved it. I, I loved that, you know, even though it was... It didn't feel like Marvel. It was still Marvel, right? And I think those are the best um, type of stories to tell. Yeah, I loved everything about the cinematography. Um, the fact that they didn't hold back on the violence of it. Yeah. Um, they took some risks with it, which is something a lot of people were complaining about about the MCU is because they they play too safe sometimes. So I'm glad that they decided to take risks for this. The actors and actresses I thought were wonderful, and even just having like the like the CGI for Man thing. Um, was beautiful. I thought, like my friend was telling me, like how good it looked on screen. It looked, it almost looked practical. I wonder if that was like, like a CJ like suit or like how they filmed that. But it was awesome. I love even like the music, like everything. It was definitely a good, a good pick. Yeah, and, and I'm a big fan of grains and stuff like that on screen. I, have you guys seen mm-hmm. some of our backgrounds? I'm, I'm I overdo yeah, with grains. That was your. I think you mentioned that was like one of your favorite um videos to edit was our review. Just yeah, it really was. Background. Yeah, yeah, because it was, I mean, again, I, I just love that show, you know, and I had to show it some love. Um, But what is your other pick? So my number three um is Loki. Uh, I think a lot of people loved Loki. Uh, mm-hmm. It felt so different. Um, And uh, it was like, it was a weird kind of like sci-fi show. It, it kind of felt like I was watching like Doctor Who or something. Like they dealt with like multiple timelines and different like. Like um, just like the the whole um, I forgot what they called like that that space where the time where the TVA is, but I thought it was awesome to see on screen. Yeah. Um, and just seeing like Loki's like redemption arc was really cool, and his introduction, our introduction to Sylvie, I thought was really cool as well. Like she was a great character to bring into the MCU, and I I'm so like hyped for season two. Like I wonder what's gonna happen, especially now that Kang's in like so many. Like movies now, he's gonna be in Quantum Mania. Now he's gonna be in um, uh, the new Avengers movie. He's gonna be uh, in Creed three. In Creed three, apparently <laughs> that the other movie with the airplanes. Or something. <laughs> but yeah, what were your thoughts on Loki? And, and do you still? Um, I don't know what you rated it, but do you still stand by? Is it like still a good show? Like, what are your thoughts on it? So yeah, that was in our season one as well. We we reviewed, I believe, episode one, and then we reviewed the last episode uh, during the reviews for What If episode by episode. And I forgot what I rated it back then. So if anyone's interested, let let us know in the comments below. But I I still I think I believe I would give it a ten out of ten. Like if I rated it like that back then, then yes, then I would give it a ten out of ten because I think. It's probably one of the most, and I always say it's one of the most important properties from the MCU now for the future, because it's basically the start of the multiverse, of diverging timelines. We got what if from it. This whole saga coming up after Phase 4, which Phase 4 just finished um, from our Guardians of the Galaxy holiday special. You guys can watch that. Um, So... The next, the next, next saga will be called the multiverse saga, right? So it, mm-hmm. it, it's the most important, and I also think it's a very personal story. Like, there's a lot of huge themes going on, and and, and other things, and and a lot of stakes. But by its core, it's really like a personal story, and I like the transformation of Tom Hiddleston's Loki. And now he's more of a sympathetic character. You want to side by him. You know, he's he was always this type of deliciously evil character that everyone loved. And now he's becoming a hero because he has to be. I was, yeah, I always thought he was like a back and forth villain. Like sometimes he was very evil. Sometimes like he was like kind of like an anti-hero. Mm-hmm. But now I think with this story, he's kind of like more of a sympathetic character. And I think he's starting to realize like all the bad shit he did. Uh, never really worked out for him so now he's trying to do some some good in his life especially yeah. now that he's not with thor anymore um yeah i think this show actually handled the multiverse better than other properties especially like uh doctor strange um 
I don't know. It was very like it felt more like an explanation because we we didn't really get like they they tease like the multiverse was like the big thing for Phase Four, but I, I don't know. I feel like some probably like even what if like I feel like they didn't like really like go into the multiverse like like what it is specifically, but I think this show kind of like had a more very like scientific route to it. Yeah, and 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 there was plenty of Easter eggs and whatnot, and and again, I feel like it's a love letter to to self identity, to self love, and at the end, he kind of fell in love with himself, right? And he and I think the way how they set it up was beautiful. Like you have to save the multiverse now from Kang, mm. but at the end of the day, you're still Loki, so you're kind of doing it for selfish reasons, right? And you're mm. trying to help Sylvie somehow. And I think that was beautifully done. And we got to see different variants. And yeah, they explained somewhat. I think the TVA is like a little weird now, though, because I'm like wondering in different properties or different shows, like how come the TVA didn't show up? I'm like, where, where were you guys at? Mm-hmm. Um, we also got Mobius. Uh, I heard a, a rumor that apparently apparently Mobius will show up in Deadpool 3 or something like that. I mean, that'll be cool. Um, but that's also like that could be another Phil Coulson type of character now with the multiverse and i think that's also a good way to tie in if you ever want to do agents of shield because uh, that ended in a different timeline before the winter soldier so yeah i think it's a, i think it's probably one of the best shows i think it's the most hugest show they did as well like i can't think of like another show that was like huge as as loki was mm-hmm. um and the cgi at the time was wonderful that kang review re- reveal you know it's spot on it's wonderful shocked the internet yeah remember we were yeah we had so many theories about it and then when they actually like showed it it was like oh fuck yeah um, yeah yeah and it scared that, the internet too <laughs> yeah well speaking of scares even that miss minutes jump scare exactly still got us to this day. <laughs> yeah <laughs> that's um, what it is yeah great show overall and I, yeah. I can't wait for for season two um but moving on so now we're getting to our top two so yeah. what is your number two yeah, so my number two, obviously, it's another show that we were, or a, a movie that we reviewed, a very beautiful movie, Black Panther Wakanda Forever. It's not like a biased thing why I put this as my number two. Put it as my number two again because it's so personal. And I feel, unfortunately, that it's kind of this once in a lifetime opportunity to do this type of film because there's so much behind it as well in front of it. And it's almost very magical just because of that. But it's like a tragic magic. Yeah, it's really, really sad. Um, But I think it's powerful as well, especially the ending. And I think the way how they ended it, too, didn't feel like this MCU movie. I felt like it just felt like almost like an indie movie, like very personal. And to do that in an MCU movie, I hope that they could kind of take elements from it and apply it to other movies down the line. But again, it's because of the tragic death of Chadwick Boseman. That's why I think that this movie was so powerful. Um, it's really sad. And it had great villains as well. Uh, what are your thoughts? Again, on Black Panther, because we reviewed it. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's on my list too. Um, not yet, not to be biased, because we just reviewed it. But I, I do agree. I think it was a powerful film as well. I think it um, really like added so much heart and so much emotion. Um and yeah, it's like it's like how do you how do you like I said before like how do you introduce a sequel without its lead role? And I think they did it really well. Um, I think the I think this is like one of the few movies where like the supporting cast actually like stepped up um to like lead roles, and it was great. It was watching everybody's like chemistry on screen, even um like Namor. Um, we were talking a little bit earlier. I think a lot of people loved Black Panther one more than this movie, but. Do they love it because of Chadwick or do they love it because of Killmonger? I say personally, it's because of Killmonger. Yes. Um, I say for this movie, um, I don't know about well, a lot of people love Namor too, but I think I think all the characters in general, um, even the addition of Riri, I thought was fun too. Um, but it has so much heart, and I'll, I'll talk about it more on my list. But yeah, yeah, I, I agree. It was it was definitely a phenomenal movie. It really was. It, it really was. And I wonder if actually people love this movie more because of Chadwick's passing. Hard to say, but it could be a fact that that's, this is why, right? This is the draw. That's why it's nearing a billion dollars because of Chadwick's passing. You have to kind of have mm. something. And I think it's really weird. We've never seen something like that, right? And we mm. probably never will. Hopefully we never will. So what's your other pick? 
So my number two, um, we both watched it in theaters. Uh, I had a fun time. It was it was a roller coaster from start to finish, and it, it broke internet sales all over. Of mm-hmm. course, uh, Spider Man No Way Home, uh, yeah. directed by John Watts. I think this was a great uh, finisher for um, Tom Holland's uh, trilogy. Uh, the first two, like I, well, I loved it when I watched it, but looking back now, I can see why a lot of people had flaws with it. I, I definitely agree. I feel like this Peter Parker um, had to go through some sacrifice and some like humbling before he got to the Spider-Man where he is now. I think this movie definitely showed that. Um, I love just you know the inclusion of the, all the villains. I thought they were all great. I know it was a, like it was a love letter to all the Spider-Man films that came before it. Um, bringing Toby and Andrew back. That's something we've never seen before. Like, like crossover generational franchises. Um, that was great to see on screen. And I think they just work so well together. Like just that, that, that trio, like Tom, Andrew and, and Toby, I think they were just so fun to watch. And, and that scene always like made me cry. The one where they're talking about like uncle Ben and you know, what does it mean to be Spider-Man and you know, the, the great power speech. I think that always breaks me down. Like, and, and just, just seeing like, where these characters were like after their their own movies took place um i I just thought it was great on screen but yeah what are your thoughts on it i think what's underrated is the use of location and camera positioning and in this movie it's very strategically picked out where certain moments happen like especially the thing in happy hogan's apartment and that reveal that Goblin is like doing something in the background, right? That's Happy's home. And so from going there to Aunt May's death and then the final fight, the most craziest thing that we always wanted to see, three Spider-Mans from the original trilogies, and they're fighting in a Statue of Liberty. I think that's like the most American kick-ass thing ever. And that that whole swinging scene. I have my gripes with the movie, though, I must say. I, I felt like there was a lot of missed opportunities. And I look back at Endgame and I think the same. And I, I, it could be because there's a lot of pressure and it could be because maybe it'll take out from the actual plot. So you kind of have to pinpoint where you're going to go. And if you stray too much, then it becomes kind of like this anthology show or something like that. And it'll be a little bit weird, right? There's too much to balance here. It was a long movie too. I felt like Ned and MJ, I still don't like MJ and Ned here. To be honest, I think that they were always annoying. I'm not like the hugest fan of Tom Holland Spider-Man. I like Tom Holland as Spider-Man, but I'm not a fan of what they did with Spider-Man. I felt like at the end of the movie, there was like a fan edit of all of them swinging at once and they mixed the theme songs together. And it was the most beautiful thing I've ever seen. And I don't understand why they didn't do something like that. It's the same thing like with Endgame where like he said, I am Iron Man. Like why you didn't have the Iron Man song? So like you see everybody dying or like have mm-hmm. him be so powerful and just kicks everyone's ass or something. Something right. great. Even in Black Panther Wakanda Forever, you could have put Thunderstruck with Riri Williams like flying around because she's the mm-hmm. protege of Iron Man. There's so many missed opportunities, especially in this movie. I, I've been dying to see Tobey Maguire again as Spider-Man, Andrew Garfield, and I just wanted to see more. Like, I spit at Wong's face. Yes, I want more. I always want more, right? I'm paying money to see this huge film that you got a lot of money to make, and I don't care how long it is. I'm not tired to see it, but at the same time, too, it's a very personal movie. I've never seen a Spider-Man movie like this in my life. A lot of bad things happen to Peter. And at the end, he, you know, and that's kind of like a through line through the MCU now, especially this phase. It's like there's so much tragic stuff happening to all these characters and they have to find a way to kind of rise up like a phoenix through the ashes. And I think that's a powerful statement. But at the end of the day, too, it's a very toxic movie with Green Goblin. And not only that, it's toxic because this is Sony at the end of the day. So this is actually the last, probably the last time we'll see Spider-Man and really involved in MCU, they'll probably grab him and put him in some bullshit or whatever. And what's up with that cold motherfucker? Uh, remember that guy? What's his name? Not Falcon. It was the Vulture. Like, maybe they're going to fight one day or something like that. Like, obviously, they're trying to set up something where it's this sort of Sinister Six. And great. Fine. But I don't know. I It's a studio headache. It's a studio headache. It's honestly. a studio headache. It. Yeah, but I agree. No, I, I agree with all your points. It's It's definitely like a weird case-by-case case scenario with this but um yeah i'm not gonna say it doesn't have its flaws because it does and i agree i feel like some fan edits did it almost better than the movie 
Um, but it's still great to watch for me, and I, I still agree. I think it was, I, it was like, it was like a like a fan event to me. It was like a second coming in game for me. Like it brought so many fans together. Yeah. Um, especially over like the generation, especially like us. We grew up with the Raimi films and the, uh, Garfield, Garfield uh, era as well. Um, and yeah, and and then just bringing this 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 new blood, um, Tom Holland, and um, I think it was a great way. It was kind of like his his uh, his rite of passage. Um, and that you know that scene where they're all hug- hugging together, <laughs> I thought it was just I feel like oh, it's sweet in this movie. Yeah. yeah, it's a sweet movie, and then just like you know, even like the end credits, like when they had like the the like the three is a magic number playing. I think that was just like a magical moment. Um, yeah, but yeah, it, it's gonna be weird seeing you know Spidey back with Sony because I already know they're gonna fuck it up. But <laughs> um, who knows? Who knows? I'm I'm gonna give them benefit of doubt. But I mean, just from you know what I've seen with Venom and Morbius, uh, I, I I have my doubts. But I'll reserve that judgment for when we cross that bridge. Um, so we are now down to our number one. So I really want to hear what you pick for number one. Yeah, I picked Loki. So Loki's my number one. And we already talked about Loki. But again, mm-hmm. it, it's a really powerful show um, theme wise. And it introduced so many elements to the MCU. Every Disney Plus show should contribute something. My honorable mention did contribute something wonderful. Um, Loki, I think, was the start of that, and it was brilliantly done how they contributed because it led the way to the next phase, phase five. So those are my final thoughts on Loki. Mm-hmm. What about you? What's your final thoughts on Loki? Uh, yeah, I think I've said my piece about Loki already, but yeah, it's a great show. Definitely, um, I could definitely see why you would pick it as number one. It was, it wasn't even just like a great show. Was, I think it was a great property overall. Definitely, like, felt so different and so new and fresh. Um, it was definitely like a event where everybody was like glued to their television screens. Um, and yeah, Tom Hiddleston, I think he nailed it, of course. Um, so I can't wait to see what what's in store for season two. Um, as for my number one, um, some people might disagree with me, but I have my um my evidence to back it up but i picked uh wakanda forever uh, as my number one uh not just because it was an emotional movie and because you know it dealt with you know chadwick's passing um the reason i picked it over spider-man was because i felt like uh if spider-man didn't have the franchise crossover and had stuck with the formula that they were doing in the first two movies I think it would have been a really weaker movie. So the 100%, fact that yep. the fact that Wakanda Forever lost its lead role and still was able to maintain all the characters in it. I mean, the only new addition was Namor and still came out as a powerful movie. That to me shows not only one great direction, um, but just like great performances. Obviously, Angela Bassett, I, I want her to win an Oscar next year. If she doesn't, I'll be I'll spit on the Academy's faces. Just um, slap it. <laughs> I'll burn their houses down. Uh, but, <laughs> um, yeah, I think overall it was just an amazing. I think that movie had like some of the best acting in any Marvel movie. And it didn't feel too corny at times. I mean, it, it had its humor, but it was funny at times. Yeah, I think overall it was, a, it was an amazing movie and a great way to finish off, um, you know, the, the ending of Phase 4. Some people might feel differently, and that's fine. You're entitled to your opinion, but that's just how I feel about it. Yeah. Um, yeah. But uh, we're not done yet because we have, I, I let Akram have at least one honorable mention, um, and I have one as well. So, yeah, tell us what do you, what did you, what do you think is worth um, uh, mentioning on this list? Yeah, so Prey, uh, the Predator was not nerfed, by the way. Uh, but anyway, besides saying that, uh, Hawkeye, I think Hawkeye was an ambitious take. No, Hawkeye was... The Hawkeye show was mediocre. But the Hawkeye show introduced something that contributed for... Yelena. <laughs> okay. That too. That too, Yes. But I think it also contributed something along the lines of Netflix, right? And Defenders. I think that's awesome. Um, but I, again, it's a fun show. We got Kate Bishop from... from, And it kind of gave you a taste of where the MCU is headed to. It's like, well, it looks like there's going to be a lot more younger people. And a lot of people don't really like that. I'm not like a big fan of that either. But people are getting old too, right? And they kind of want to like leave. They want to work on other projects too. So I understand. But I think Kate Bishop was cool. I think Clint was cool. Because we never got to see a lot like in-depth Clint stuff. It almost fe- it, His story always felt like side missions. Or like just lore that you pick up in a codex from a game or something. It's like, oh, okay, you have kids. Anytime you see Clint, it's either in an Avengers movie or like something involving the Avengers, right? Yeah. <laughs> and his wife, that reveal at the end, which confused the hell out of me 
me because Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., but his wife is Mockingbird, which is that was a really cool ass twist. I would love to see a costume on her one day. But again, there was a Mockingbird in Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Because here's the thing. They made canon Netflix Defenders because Wilson Fisk is here. Albeit a different iteration of Wilson Fisk. Like I really, uh, he must have broke up with Vanessa and worked out a lot because he was really strong. Just like Groot, they were both in the gym together. (laughs) (laughs) But what did you think of it? Uh, I liked Hawkeye. I thought it was a fun holiday like kind of series. Um, Yeah, and I definitely agree. I think uh, they show Clay's they showcase Clint a lot more and just him like, yeah, I I agree. Like this whole phase kind of feels like everybody's like grieving over somebody's loss. Yeah. And he was definitely grieving over Natasha's loss. Um, So it was, it was hard to watch that, but yeah. And then they, the introduction of Kate Bishop, um, I loved her, her, like her origin story. She felt so natural. Um, You know, Haley Steinfeld did an amazing job with the character. Um, yeah, and we also got Echo as well. I thought the whole thing with Echo, having Echo and Yelena like, as like side villains was a little too much. Uh, I kind of wish they'd like narrowed it down a bit. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it was too much. They're doing too much. Yeah. <laughs> but, <laughs> um, yeah, Kingpin, I like too, having him. And I'm glad that they found a way to bring him back too. This actually, this series was very loyal, I think, to the, the comic book of Hawkeye. Um, even just like the graphic style of it mm-hmm. was very similar in tone. And just the colors they use and, you know, the graphics I thought was really cool on screen. And and yeah, I, I hope we get Rogers the musical. And I, I know you hate musicals, but I, really I love do. to see it on Broadway. <laughs> I, I only, the only musical I like is that one. That's it. Yeah. No, I think the action was fine. I think the exploration of more arrows was cool. I think the costumes were suitable for the situation that they were in. It makes sense. I, it was a little bit too plain with Hawkeye. Um, it kind of reminded me of Simu Lu's costume where it's like, just the pants and shoes is kind of lazy, but for the most part, at least we got the symbol. And I think, I I really think echo wasn't that strong of like a case of this tragic character. I I wasn't a big fan of her. I think it's really cool that not only is she not cool, but I think that that's wonderful that they included her, that she's death and she's also has her leg amputated. I think that's awesome to, to represent that. But I think the way how they approach a character wasn't the strongest and her friend too i don't think that was really like i kind of seen that coming that he was like an asshole and betrayed her um but again we have the echo show i think that's probably one of the first shows for phase five uh don't you know don't don't fact check me in the comments because you guys are mean (laughs) sometimes but um yeah i mean for the most part again wilson fisk that's my main takeaway and also the sword guy which he was really like he was hilarious he was really Mm -hmm. funny um, I wish we got to see more of him or hopefully in the future we see like a costume or something like that. But mm-hmm. again, Wilson Fisk, awesome, right? And we have Matt Murdock in Spider-Man No Way Home and we have a new show coming out and apparently Matt is going to show up in Daredevil, Bo- uh, I'm sorry, in Echo and he showed up already um, in She-Hulk. Um, as you could tell, guys, our number one show actually is She-Hulk, by the way. Um Check out all our reviews. That's like a trauma. I didn't want to speak at She-Hulk that we reviewed each episode. <laughs> Let I'm me not tired. start. I'm tired of talking about she <laughs> That should give me like like bronchitis or some shit. <laughs> bronchitis. <laughs> I feel so congested when I talk about it. <laughs> I really do, dude. It was such a hard thing to review. I swear to God. We already but... said a piece about she Yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, what's your honorable mention? So my honorable mention um, is actually Black Widow. It's funny because oh, you wow. did a Hawkeye property, so now I'm doing Natasha. I feel like we're two yeah. like sides of a coin sometimes. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, this whole phase kicked off with with Black Widow, and um, I know some people have gripes with it. I know we had our own analysis of the movie. Um, it, it wasn't without its flaws, but overall, I think it was an okay send off for for Net. And you know, we've been wanting a lot of people had wanting a Black Widow movie for a long time. Um, just like Clint, she's so dependent on the Avengers when it comes to her stories. Um, I mean, what if is the only other thing I could say, like where she like really shine. But I think this movie and just seeing like her her family trauma. And of course, we got Yelena as well. Their chemistry was so like um, like Scarlet and um, Florence. I just love watching. They're like like Bucky and Falcon. Like they're just so natural together. Like they really feel like they're sisters. Like it's so believable. Um, and just like, I don't know, the story could have been better. It, it definitely felt like like a better like a carbon copy of winter soldier like i said in the review but um i enjoyed it overall like what did you think about it 
I honestly thought that that, that face palm was enough. Yeah, no, I I honestly thought that too little, too late. I felt like they should have made a Black Widow movie in Phase Three at least. I think that makes sense. They should have done something like that. Put respect on her name. Do a movie earlier on. Yelena, of course, that's a cool contribution. But to me, it's not like a really strong cut. It's not like I really cared that much. Um, I think the family ties thing, again, that's the whole like also another through line. It's like family ties, whatever. I, I didn't think it was that strong either, to be honest. Um, it didn't really make sense too, kind of like how David Harbour looked so the same back then, kind of. And the other lady looked the same. It just was stupid mm-hmm. to me. Um, I think the whole Soviet aspect was a cool idea, but then it went full on early 2000s movie and that sky base. I was like, oh my God. Uh, I think that they picked the biggest body ass stunt double to play <laughs> Taskmaster. And they then they got Groot to play Taskmaster. That's they got Groot. <laughs> and then when the mask reveal came off, I felt like, like, yuck. Like I felt like, I, like just some like, reaction inside of me like in the theaters like Aah! um it it was stupid honestly how i would have done taskmaster was i would have then just made a feminine taskmaster that has toxic traits like the taskmaster in the comics and make it kind of like this spetnas design where wow you have such a beautiful lady that's so feminine looking but at the same time too she's like tatted kind of like a spetnas right she's badass and so now you have that redesign that i think is really iconic and with that mask so it's like it's almost kind of you're playing sexy with tactical or like make a darker version of net almost yeah yeah i mean the way how they handle it i i think was kind of nasty to be honest i don't know it's like oh my god what so and also she's gonna be in thunderbolts taskmasters could be in thunderbolts but i saw the concept it looked the same so i think that's just ridiculous um again yelena's in thunderbolts red guardians and thunderbolts he has a new suit i think that's cool whatever um but the whole thing the villain i think was tropey i think for a proper send-off the only proper send-off was the end which is kind of lazy like whatever it led up to infinity war okay who cares um the fights were all right the the whole thing was pretty mid honestly if i were to go back in time and spit in my face and tell me in that review to give this movie like a five out of 10, I would clink that shit back. back. (laughs) That's what I would have done. Honestly, I think Taskmaster fight and stuff was cool too. I think the most prominent thing was Taskmaster for me, at least because Taskmaster is really cool for the most part. If they didn't reveal, if they didn't reveal Taskmaster identity, would you have still loved the movie? No, no, (laughs) I wouldn't have. I, I, then I would have thought it, it would have felt like a, like if Doug Lyman, directed a shitty superhero movie in the early 2000s (laughs) instead of jumper which jumper i actually enjoyed jumper a lot but if he said let me direct black widow that's how it felt but like a shitty version of this movie like this movie already is the shitty version of doug line like (laughs) that's how i felt about it (laughs) if you guys understand now i really didn't like that movie so Yeah, that comes very critical when it comes to to buoys, but yeah. yeah, I'm gonna go like sign a petition to like delete right. it or something. <laughs> no, it's just it sucks because it's it's Scarlett Johansson's last movie and it's Black Widow. You know, it just like it really it really sucks. Like, why did not we to get mention this? all the legal battle she had with the with? The I forgot all about that. Wow, that, you just brought that up. Yeah, that, that was is true. On its own, right? <laughs> Yeah, it's like, but why? You know, if you wanted to do such a personal story, don't do it in the midst of, oh, I have to run because I have to fight these people. No, no, no. Give us some time to breathe. Not in a cabin that it was only like, what, 20 minutes in there or like less, 15 minutes. Like give it the whole movie where it's like a journey. So then we all feel like to cry because we just re- like we we know that she died. Right. I, I still think it would have been stronger as a series if they had changed writing. Oh, it would have been better keep elena and you could keep the whole like family aspect change the villains a bit but as a series i think it would have worked better well here's the thing so as a series this would be hawkeye and this would also be a mix of hawkeye and it'll be a mix of captain america or falcon and the winter soldier like that's how it would Mm kind of be in tone and that's weird you can't play with that because then it's like goofy it's like who are you catering towards it felt very goofy at times fun right great and then it's like sometimes you want to shut your mind off the only scene that was the best was the fight scene in Budapest. 
um, with Elena. And again, they, they had the tank thing come out and that was a little like cheesy, but that was still cool. I think that was the peak of the movie. And then later on, mid kind of. And I think that was the first like preview of VFX, like mm. being overworked and they couldn't do their best for visual effects later on. Like, mm-hmm. and mind you, uh, w- one of the other things we don't have in our list is Thor Love and Thunder as well. Um, but that reminded me kind of this movie for some reason. It's like something with the direction they went was completely wrong. I think they tried to balance ideas that wasn't fully fleshed out and they were running out of time. But that's my thoughts. Mm-hmm. So, fair points, fair yeah. points. Um, but yeah, thank you guys. That's our thoughts on phase four. Um, sorry if we didn't get to your favorites, but. Of course, you can watch all our reviews for all the shows that we reviewed from Phase 4 as well. Um, you can check out our other videos, like I said. But Akram, why don't you take us away? Yeah, everybody. Um, I want to thank all the people that's mentioning us recently in articles. Um, we've been getting an influx of notifications as well. Thank uh, you so much. Mm-hmm. That's due to our wonderful guest, Miller. He joined us and he gave us some tea on the on the future of marvel's avengers and a lot of people are picking up on that and we just greatly appreciate you if you're new to the channel again we love you and thank you so much for supporting us if you subscribe too that's wonderful um yeah we have plenty of content and we have a reactions for the game awards we also have predictions for the game awards as well we haven't done a predictions in a long time and we have again we have the pinocchio movie uh school's almost finishing so you can best believe that we're gonna hit it hard right uh and we're also gonna do a lot in the new years later on so yeah take us away. We're, we're finishing strong for the end of the year um we are having a new year's reflection video as well just looking back on our podcast and where we you know how we started and where we are now but yeah thank you to everybody that's you know helped our channel grow miller of course as well um if you guys aren't checking us already um of course you can watch us on youtube but you can also check us out on anchor apple Podcasts, and spotify as well and you can check out our instagram socials and tiktok as well uh so thank you guys again and until then thanks for having lunch with us See you guys.